Hey teachers, Tarun here for Karma Classrooms and the tip today I want to look at is finding your why or finding your purpose. It is absolutely crucial that you know why you do what you do in the classroom so that you can effectively manage behaviour even on the days when things feel like they're out of control. Come on, let's get into it. Okay, here we go. We're going to be looking at discovering your why or finding your purpose as a teacher. First, before we get into it, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by the Behavior Management Blueprint. That's my free ebook on the five key essentials of classroom management, and it also comes with a free mini video course as well. You can download that by clicking the link in the description. All right, so firstly, when we look at our why or our purpose, why is it even necessary to have a why. why. Why should you even bother um, finding your purpose? And this is what I found with behavior management is, look, teaching is a stressful profession. There are good days and there are bad days. There are days when you don't want to get out of bed. There are nights when you can't go to sleep because you're imagining what happened that day or what might come the next day. There are days when you have confrontations with peers or with your students that make you feel uh, less than, that make you feel like quitting, that make you feel like you're no good at teaching. And that's the reality of not only teaching, but life. We all have bad days. We all have days when things don't turn out the way that we expected them to. And so the first thing I want you to understand is about finding your purpose as a teacher. If you want to effectively manage behavior, the reality is you're going to have bad days. When you manage the behavior of children who come from a, a broad range of diversities and family backgrounds and upbringings, you're going to have days when they clash with you, where their value system or their, the way that they look at the world clashes with the way that you look at the world. And you can come away feeling pretty crap about it. But if you understand your purpose as a teacher, if you understand your why, you'll be able to rise above those days that make you feel like quitting. You see, the first thing you've got to understand is this. Your why needs to be bigger than just financial reasons. You can't be teaching just for money, okay? Uh, look, I personally believe that in Australia, teachers get paid quite well. Uh, that's not always the case in other countries, but uh, at least here, finance is not something that teachers have to worry about as much. But at the same time, I don't think you should be teaching just because of the money uh, or just because of the the holidays or just because of the way that uh, the school system is structured. You need to have something more than tangible reward attached to why you're teaching because there will be a day that comes if you haven't had it already where you truly imagine yourself doing something else, where you ask yourself, why am I a teacher? What is the point of coming to this school, to this classroom day after day? We all have that moment. If you haven't had it already, you'll probably have it more than once during your teaching career. But there's got to be a reason that you come to school and there's got to be a reason why you uh, do the things you do that's bigger than financial reward. Because when that day comes, no amount of money will be a good enough reason to stay. And so if you're going to effectively manage children well, especially their dysfunctional behavior, uh, you've got to have some, a reason that's more than money. Because when the money's not enough, to deal with Jared, who's lost his mind and he's thrown a desk across the classroom and he's called you every name under the sun, then you've got to have another reason to get back to school the next day. You've got to have another reason to really be able to face that kind of behavior and still give them your best every day. So your why is not about financial or tangible 
reward. The second thing your why and purpose should not be grounded in is your why and purpose needs to be bigger than individuals, okay? You can't say, I'm doing it because of my family or I'm doing it because of my children or I'm doing it for, I don't know, who, who you might be doing it for. But, you know, sometimes we attach the importance of what we do to other people uh, and I'm doing it for that person or I'm doing it for the kids, okay? What if you're doing it for the kids in your classroom? I don't know. Uh, people are going to disappoint you. People are going to let you down. Uh, you know, the people that we put our trust in, the people that we say uh, keep us going, will one day uh, give us reason to doubt, will one day give us reason to question if that's enough to keep going. Now, I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I'm not trying to cast aspersions on your family or anything else like that. All I'm saying is the reality of life is that people let you down. And so sometimes we can put so much of our purpose and, and uh, our grounding in other people that on the days they let us down, it's not enough to keep us going in the areas that are tough, like teaching, like managing behavior. So the two things I want to warn you about is your why is not about financial or tangible reward. It's not about people per se. It's about you. You've got to understand why you as an individual did, uh, do what you do, why you face what you face, why you put up with what you put up with. And uh, I'm going to show you how to do that. Uh, I'm going to give you what I call the purpose formula. All right. So there's some very clear, specific ways that you can identify your purpose, but you're going to have to do a little bit of work to discover it. So now we know what purpose and why is not. There's two things that you need, before I get to the purpose formula, there's two things you need to be aware of when you are seeking your purpose. And the first thing is this, you have to take the time to have a vision for your life, have a vision for your career, your future, your personal uh, direction, okay? This is outside of um, other people, okay? This is outside of what your principal might have said is your career pathway. This is outside of what you maybe, you know, have as a purpose with other people. This is about where do you want to be in five years? What does your life look like? What does your teaching career look like in five years, 10 years time? Because if you don't know what it looks like, you won't be able to take the steps towards becoming the teacher that can have that kind of career. And so you need to have a good idea of where you want to head, uh, what life will look like when you achieve the kind of profession, uh, professional development that you are hoping for. The second thing you need to have is a value system that is rooted in something bigger than your feelings or your circumstance. See, values uh, can be rooted in all sorts of things. Um, I'm a person of faith, so my value system stems from my religion or my faith. And it's a value system that keeps me in check even on the days when I don't feel good about myself, when I don't feel good about my circumstances, my value system keeps me in check. For example, one of the values within my faith is that all human beings uh, have an inherent value uh, that is not about how they behave and is not about uh, what kind of person they are. They have an inherent value because they are human. And so that keeps me going as a teacher on those days when I have kids that are difficult to deal with or hard to like, I 
lean on my value system that says, you know what, this child has an inherent value that deserves your time, that deserves your respect, regardless of how they're behaving. So think about your value system. What's your value system grounded in? What does your future look like or your vision for your life look like? Once you've got those two things in mind, and you might have to write it down, you might have to take some time to think it through, then what you can do is start playing with the uh, purpose formula. And so here's how it goes. Your gifts plus your passion plus the needs of others will help you discover your purpose. So let's just start with gifts. Your gifts are the things that you are naturally good at. As a teacher, there will be some aspects of what you do that you are naturally gifted at. Now, as a teacher, I was pretty good, naturally speaking, at uh, engaging, building rapport with my students and building relationship with my students. That was a gift for me. Something that was not a gift for me was lesson planning. Okay, that's something I had to work hard on. That's something I had to develop. My pedagogy needed development. Uh, but there were some things of my teaching practice that I was naturally good at. And if you're a new teacher, you'll find that a lot of this lies in the um, the area of your natural uh, personality or your natural inclination towards the way that you work with other people. So that's your gifts. What am I good at in the sphere of teaching in the classroom? What are the, my strengths that I bring to the table? Second thing is, what are you passionate about? Okay, and that might sound funny as an educator that you know we should all be passionate about the same things, but honestly, I don't think we are. Some people are really passionate about helping high achieving students. Some people are really passionate about helping students with special needs. Some people are very passionate about helping students who are from underprivileged or low socioeconomic backgrounds. We all have a passion for certain types of kids, certain types of demographic. And so we need to ask ourselves, okay, how does my passion and my gift fit together to serve the need that is presented to me? So if you identify the group of people that you're passionate about, um, then you say, okay, what are the needs that these children have and how can my gift serve that need? So in my case, I was good at race relationship. As a new teacher, I was good at building relationship, building rapport. I had a deep compassion for kids that came from broken families or from dysfunctional families where they found it hard to work in the normal parameters of life because of the way that they had been raised. And so I took that and said, okay, what are the needs? I have a whole bunch of kids that, one, they lack um, adult role models. In particular, there were boys that lacked male role models and were craving some input from a male teacher, and that was me. So that was something that came naturally to me. I also had children that found it difficult to work within the normal school system. So I had to find a way that I could help them engage and help to teach them uh, without making them feel stupid, without making them feel alienated. And so the needs coupled with the passion coupled with my gifts. Well, what I focused on was the relationship. I didn't necessarily have the skills to do any great pedagogy around differentiation or helping kids with special needs, but I did have a passion for building relationships. And so that's what I focused on in terms of my why is when I focused on the relationship, I knew that I could actually mentor rather than teach. And when I mentored and kids trusted me, then they actually started learning and they started engaging in the classroom. And so what I came upon was I think my passion or my purpose is to help people achieve their full potential. 
That's where I landed. And this is what you've got to really do is you've got to be able to articulate your purpose or your why uh, in a statement that is clear, that is succinct, that you can remind yourself of when you have those days that are tough. You know, when Noah gives you a rough time and he's not doing what he should be doing in the classroom and he's making you feel discouraged. If you've got a purpose like I do, which says that every student is has an inherent value and deserves my best and it's my job to help him reach his full potential, then what I do is I end up looking past the circumstance. I start looking past the uh, infraction or the offence or the disrespect and I start saying, okay, what can I do to engage with this student at a level that's going to help them reach their purpose. So for me, my relationship building is the key. I build positive relationship, I get them to trust me, then I start mentoring them because that's what I'm passionate about and that results in them achieving more than they were able to if I'm just an angry teacher or I'm just a teacher that's there for the money or I'm just a teacher that's there doing a job. I get to recalibrate myself or reset myself even on the bad days based around what I'm passionate about. Now, this is a big subject and I'm probably not doing it justice in the short time we have, but I want you to go away and I want you to take some time to really think about first and foremost, what's the vision for your career and your yourself personally? What do you want to see yourself doing in five to 10 years time? Um, also, what is your value system? Is your value system strong enough to keep you going when the circumstances around you are less than ideal, okay? So once you've got your vision and your values, then you ask yourself, what am I gifted at? What am I good at in the classroom? How can I use that to serve the purpose, uh, the, the passion that I have for these kids, whether it's special needs kids or whether it's dysfunctional kids or high achieving kids, whatever it might be. And what are the specific needs of that demographic so that I can make sure that I'm directing my gift um, towards that need and I'm fulfilling my passion, which leads to me fulfilling my purpose. When you have purpose, you can get out of bed even on a bad day. When you have purpose, you can come back into the classroom and give everyone a fresh start, even if they were diabolical the day before. When you have purpose, you can forgive a student for wronging you, even if you felt like that you didn't deserve what they gave you. And so what you will find is you are calmer as a teacher, you are less stressed as a teacher when you approach teaching like this, and it will help you to continue maintaining good, positive relationship and boundaries with your student, and rather than letting them deteriorate because you lack purpose to keep you going. I hope that was really helpful for you. Uh, It's not the typical thing that we do as teachers, but I recommend you take the time to actually self-reflect and think about your passion, think about your vision, write it down and find your purpose in what you do. Uh, Today's video was brought to you by my Behaviour Management Blueprint, of course, which is free for you to download if you use the link in the description. But we've also got more in my online video courses. If you'd like to learn more about behaviour management, understanding and educating boys or in leadership, head on over to karmaclassrooms.today slash online. And we've got a whole range of self-paced video courses that you can use to upskill yourself as a teacher. And purpose is one of the aspects of my behaviour management essentials video. So I hope to see you in one of those courses, but thanks for joining me today. If you've enjoyed it, give me a comment down below. Let me know what you liked about it and make sure you share it 
and like and subscribe so that you get all of the latest episodes. We record them every week and I'm looking forward to seeing you next time. I'm Turin Stevenson for Karma Classrooms. Oh, 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 oh,